Episode 165, Six Simple Steps for Getting a Job and Career with Any Company You Choose. You're listening to The Game Changers with Jason Jennings. Leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention. Now, here's worldwide best-selling author and speaker, Jason Jennings, and your host, Dale Dixon. Welcome to The Game Changers. I am your host, Dale Dixon. So good to be with you again today, Jason Jennings. Uh, Dale, it is uh, great to be with you. Uh, I understand you've been doing some traveling, too. Yeah, just, uh, you know, in an airport every week, you know the story, but I'll remind listeners that this is the podcast with more than a million listener downloads it's growing every week. We call it the Game Changers. Jason Jennings is a New York Times, Wall Street Journal, USA Today bestselling author of eight books on leadership, growth, innovation, speed, and reinvention. It's the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. I was uh, in the gym the other day, and somebody was on a treadmill, and they saw me, and they looked back at their phone screen in front of them, and they looked at me, and they looked back, and they got off the treadmill, and they came up, and they said, you're Jason Jennings. And I said, yes, I am. And they said, you know, uh, or he said, I am just an addict. I mean, I absolutely love the Game Changers, and I love Dale Dixon. And we were starting to chat, and I, he, he said, now, uh, how close are you and Dale? And I said, well, we're very close, but we've never met one another. <laughs> and he said, what? I said, we have never pressed the flesh. We have never shaken hands. We have never met in person. I said, but that's about to change this month because Dale's going to fly from Boise to San Francisco and, and we're going to spend some time together. And he said, God, would I, yeah. I'd love to be a fly uh, at that meeting. So, uh, so anyway, was that was fun. kind of neat that happened. Well, hello to you on the treadmill, wherever you are at on this fine day. So, uh, you know, you've got friends in the gym, you've, you have friends all over the world, and, and you received an email not long ago tickling your memory on something uh, that this friend of yours in Australia picked up years and years ago. Tell us the story. Well, first of all, I'm not old enough for years and years okay. and years. Okay, all right. I mean, it is rather recent history. Let me ask you this. Uh, have you ever been involved uh, with a team of people where you just really went up against the world? Uh, I mean, big odds and, 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 and you won. I mean, and has that ever happened to you in your life? Oh, yes. Okay. All right. And you remember the feelings? Yes, I do. Okay. All right. So uh, I have made over my career 89 trips to Australia. And yes, I count. And my work in Australia was some of the most memorable and exciting and rewarding work I've ever done in my life. And, and it reminds me of um, my favorite motivational speech in the world. It's only one paragraph long. It's by William Shakespeare. It's from Henry V. And when you hear the words, you might remember them. But, but, but to set it up, uh, Henry V, there were a, a, a small motley band of people were about to go against a much, much larger uh, contingent force. And I mean, looking from the outside, you'd say they're going to get wiped out. Well, of course they didn't. And uh, he was giving the pep talk before this battle of St. Crispin's Day was going to begin. And here's the paragraph he said, I, I, I love it. And I'll tie it back to Australia in a moment. He said, we few, we happy few, we band of brothers. For he today who sheds his blood with me shall be my brother. Be he ne'er so vile, this day shall gentle his condition. And gentlemen in England now in bed shall think themselves a curse that they were not here and hold their manhoods cheap while any speaks that fought with us upon St. Crispin's Day. 
And that's my feeling about the work I was able to do in Australia over those 89 visits. A band of young people I was working with against impossible odds, we just absolutely slayed it and created more shareholder value and more fun and more money for everyone than you can possibly imagine. And so so every time I hear from Nick Staffis, I just get this big smile on my face. And so, uh, I, I, so I get this telephone call from him. And he said, uh, hey, JJ, he said, uh, do you remember something you taught us back at the Siebel Townhouse Hotel in Sydney, Australia? And I said, I remember teaching you lots of things. He said, do you remember teaching us how to get a job with any company you want? And all of a sudden, it kind of flashed in my mind. And I thought, yes, it's the only time I've ever taught this. He said, do you know how remarkable that teaching was? And it occurred, I had a, a group of about 40 managers, uh, leaders from all over Australia um, in, in this huge basement conference room. And one of them said something about something. And I looked at him and I said, look, anybody, I mean, worth two bits can get a job with any company they want. And everybody's eyes got real big and they said, well, how in the world could you make that happen? And I took them through at the time how I believe anybody with anything going for them can get a job with any company they want at any time. And so, so Nick then, after a phone conversation, he laid the whole thing down on, on uh, paper. He sent it to me in an email. I guess I, I sent a copy to you. And that's what we're going to talk about today. How anybody uh, worth anything, uh, with any brights, can get a job with any company that they want. But let me set it up uh, this way. I, I, so I've been doing a little bit of research the last couple of days. According to LinkedIn and performance-based hiring learning systems, 85% of all jobs are never advertised, and they are filled by networking. The U.S. Bureau of Labor Statistics says that 80% of jobs are never advertised. A Career Horizons president, Matt Youngquist, says the number is about 80%. So my question to you, Dale, is this. So if 80% of all the jobs, and by the way, management jobs and leadership jobs, the numbers are even higher. It's like 90% or 95% are never advertised. Why do people mindlessly, uh, like lemurs, I mean, fill out applications, write resumes, I mean, go to job search sites and spend all of this time filling out forms and hitting submit, and it's going to go into a data dump, and you're probably never going to hear from them again. And so I guess the only jobs that are advertised are, uh, I mean, you want to go to work for Wendy's, there's a sign in the window. You want to go to work at McDonald's, there's a sign in the window. You want to work retail for 12 bucks an hour, there's a sign in the window. I mean, you want to go to work for Home Depot at 15, 16 bucks an hour, I mean, there's a, there's a sign in the window. But who in the world would want a job like that? I mean, if what you aspire to be is to achieve your full potential, which is what we talk about here. And so if you're ready, I would like to take you through from that original premise, anybody can, anybody worth anything can get a job with anybody they want. Are you set to go to town? Absolutely. Okay. First of all, um, and I don't want to trivialize this because this is a dead serious process. First of all, you have to figure out where you want that job. I mean, you can't wake up in the morning and say, oh, I think I want to work for Google, or oh, I think I want to work for UPS, or oh, I think I want to work for somebody. I mean, you have to do some homework, because unless you really want to work for the company, you're going to be seen as an imposter. So this is not going to work. And so what type of research do you have to do? Well, what type of culture? Um, 
Is it a business that you want to spend the rest of your life in? Is it a growth industry? Uh, go to open door. What, what's the compensation? What's the reputation? And I made a note to myself, basically, uh, where do they stand on all 165 episodes of The Game Changers? So do a little bit of binge watching or binge <laughs> listening. I mean, do they have a purpose? Do they have a set of guiding principles? I mean, and finally, when you can say, this is truly the company where I want to work. This is the company where I want a job. It's the company where I want to have a career. It's the company where I want to spend a big chunk of my life. All right, then you're ready to go to work. But first of all, you've got to do some serious homework because the homework you do and the research you do, you're going to use during your contacts with the company. And if it hasn't been done, if it's not real, if it's not authentic, I mean, it's going to be dismissed as utter bullshit, and you're going to be seen as being a poser and a pretender and showing the door. So once you've landed on this company, LinkedIn, I want to work for LinkedIn more than any other company in the world, and here are the reasons why. One, two, three, four, five. All right, so here are the steps you go through. You have to start doing a search because you want to identify the person at LinkedIn who you want to meet. So if you're on the HR side, Google HR Director LinkedIn. They've got a LinkedIn profile that'll bring you right to their name. If you want to work on the sales side, I mean, National Sales Manager LinkedIn, they've certainly got one, and they've got a LinkedIn profile, you'll be able to find them. So now what you have to do is then, uh, so once you've got the name of the person that you want to meet with, so that is step number one. Okay, you got that one? It is on the list, writing okay. it down. All right. Now, number two, this is what's going to scare a lot of people and, and stop a lot of people. And I, I have no understanding of why. What you have to do is you have to get a meeting with this person. And so what you do is you begin by phoning the main switchboard number, like you're this person's friend, and you say, hello, uh, this is Jason Jennings calling, and I'm calling to talk to Harry Paddington. Well, they're going to put you through. Now, you're either going to get this person's voicemail or you're going to get their assistant. Whoever you get, that's fine. More than likely, you're going to get email because more and more there's no assistance. I mean, screening telephone calls or, or taking phone calls these days. And so you, you have to get this person on the telephone. And it might take several attempts. So, you get, yeah, so now once you get them on the phone, here's what you have to do. And this is number three, and it's why it should be easy. You have to tell them the truth. And what is the truth? My name is Jason Jennings. Currently, I work for XYZ Corporation. I've been here for two years. I've successfully achieved every target I've ever been given, completed every assignment with five-star reviews. But let me tell you this. I have decided that at some point, not today, maybe not in six months, maybe not in a year, but at some point, I am going to work for LinkedIn. I have researched all the possible companies I want to spend time with, and I want to have a career with your company. Now, Dale, did you hear the authenticity of my voice when I said that? Absolutely. I mean, yes. I mean, it's I mean, it's got to be real. You've got to say, I've 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 thoroughly studied this company, this company, and this company, and the and the answer is no. Let me tell you why I picked LinkedIn. I love the purpose and what you're trying to achieve. I love the values. I love the culture that you're building. I mean, you've got to be able to be honest when you're saying this stuff, or they're going to think, who in the heck is this jerk? 
And then it's the big ask. And the big ask is this. I would like 30 minutes of your time just to sit down and find out a little bit about you. It's not a job application. It's not an interview. I want to meet you. I want to find out a little bit about you, your journey at LinkedIn. And I want to find out a little bit more about the company. So let me ask you a question. As we go through life, I like to help people. I hope you like to help people enough that you'll agree to a 30-minute meeting with me. Now, let me ask you a question, Dale. You're a busy guy. I know you're a busy guy, a very busy guy. I'm a very busy guy. But if I got you on the telephone and with all that authenticity said, I mean, more than anything else in my life at some point in time, I want to work for your company, the Better Business Bureau, Dale. And I know, and let me tell you why. This reason, this reason, and this reason. Maybe not today, maybe not in six months. But would you be willing to spend a half hour with me? What would you say, Dale? Yes. I mean, there's only one thing I can say. And, and I say that because I have lost track of the number of people that I've hired over the years. Yes. And I'm trying to think if anybody... No. No. People don't make those kind of phone calls. And no. that's why it works. And that's, that's why, why it, works. it works. That's, I mean, that's, that's why it works. That's why it works. And I'll tell you something. If you go in to that half-hour meeting, first of all, I promise you this, it's not going to be a half-hour meeting. I mean, because if you're bright and smart and have done all of this research and know what you're talking about and have a genuine interest, I can promise you right now that, I mean, they're going to keep you there a lot longer than a half-hour. And probably by the time the meeting is over, you're going to hear, you know what, There's somebody. as long as you're here, there's somebody else I'd like you to meet, and they're going to pick up their phone, and they're going to say, you know, I got this interesting character in my office right now, and I really think, Michael, that you need to spend a few minutes. Can, can you either come into my office, or can I send this guy down to your office? I think it's worth your while. I mean, I think there's a good chance that you'd be hired by the end of the day. I mean, because there are so, listen, the masses, and I don't say this judgmentally, I don't say this judgmentally, as my mother always tells me every night, get down on your knees at the edge of your bed and give thanks to God that not everybody is trying to do what you're doing because it'd be a lot more, a lot more difficult. But look, the whole world is out submitting CVs, I mean, for $15 an hour jobs. And I mean, they're posting online and they're answering things online and they're submitting into data dumps. I mean, it's a waste of time. It's a waste of time. So what you have to do is you have to do your homework. You have to figure out where you want to be. And it's got to be, and, and, and it's got to be good, solid research. You've got to be able to say to somebody, like in an elevator pitch, the three, the three reasons I want to work for your company are number one, number two, number three, number four, number five, because that is going to reveal, I mean, that you've done your research and you have to make yourself vulnerable and say, you know, what I'm asking for is 30 minutes of your time. And I know what's in it for me. And I promise you either I'll make sure there's something in, it, in the meeting for you too, or I'll pass along the favor at some other point in time. I mean, it's just, it's, it's just about being vulnerable. It's being open. It's being honest. It's being authentic. It's about being prepared. I can promise you, I mean, I do promise you that if you use this approach, as reminded me by Nick Stathis uh, of Portfolio Financial in uh, Queensland, Australia, I mean, it'll work. 
So the for the person on the treadmill or driving uh, down the, the interstate right now on the way to work, I'm going to just go through these one more time quickly Please do. Okay. for them. So number one, you've got to pick the company and you have to do it seriously. Yeah. Uh, don't just throw a dart at, at the wall and say, oh, that's the one. It's got to be researched and you have to know exactly why this is the company and why you're discounting the competition. Then you're going to identify the decision maker inside that company and shoot high. You need to talk to and shoot yeah, high. And, yeah, don't and and, and and shoot high. And 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 you know you never want to meet. You, you never want to hear no from somebody who doesn't have the ability to say yes. Hmm. And so uh, I mean, carry that with you as you go through life. Otherwise, you're going to spend your life. I mean, like a gerbil in a cage, going round and round talking to the wrong people. So you've got to shoot high. You've got to you've, you've got to shoot for somebody who can say yes. And then once you uh, get them on the phone, you're going to ask for a face-to-face meeting with this person, and you're going to tell them the three to four compelling reasons why you want to work for this company. Maybe not today, maybe not tomorrow, but sometime in your career, you're going to work for company X. And then once you do get in, it's important that you are transparent. Uh, tell them why you've discounted the competitors, why it's, oh, this is the only company that you want to work for. You're under, you understand you're going to take the time it's, that's necessary to get the job done, to get in the door, and then ask that question, will you help me do this by having a meaningful dialogue that might last a few months, but right. might get you shown around to the HR department. Right. And let me, and let me tell you the other reason this works. Uh, it, it, it works because it's based on honest effort and honest research. It's based on making yourself vulnerable. It's based on the fact that most people are basically nice. There's a very small percentage of people who are true jerks. Very, very small people. And you know what? If you've done your research, there's probably no jerks working for the company that you have targeted. And and there's also going to be at play somebody, the other person on the other end of the line thinking themselves, Jesus, what a damn great approach. I sure wish I would have done this when I was starting out. I have to meet this this person. They're going to have a lot of curiosity. Absolutely. That's... Uh... I, I wish I would have known this early on, and number one, and number two, it would be fun to be on the receiving end of Wouldn't a call it? like this as somebody who hires. So, yeah. And I, I, I will share this one final thought with you. I, I know we're in a bit of a rush today, uh, and that is this. I don't know how many people I have hired in my lifetime, but it's certainly in the many hundreds, quite possibly it's in the thousands, I would guess. And uh, I wish somebody would have done this to me. I just wish somebody would have <laughs> taken this approach to me. I probably would have hired them on the spot before they even came into the office. Right? You're hired. You're, 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 you're just hired. I don't know who you are, but get in here. Let's fill out the forms. So I just wish somebody had taken the time uh, to do this to me in my life. Absolutely. Well, uh, here's the deal. A way for you to connect with Jason right now. You can do it via social media. He's on Facebook. Just go to jason-jennings.com slash Facebook, and you will find Jason right there. While you're at it, you can also subscribe to this podcast so that you are sure to get a new episode each and every week. And while you are there, out on your favorite podcast listening app, if you would rate and review the podcast, we would be most grateful. Hopefully, we've earned those five stars from you. Any final words for us, Jason? 
Yeah, I'm 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 just sitting here thinking, 165 episodes, and it's not that we've made it this long and covered this much territory, but I, I was just thinking about the wealth of knowledge uh, that is hidden in those 165 podcasts. And I guess my final thought is this. We did a podcast, maybe it was in the 20s, maybe it was in the 30s. I mean, they're all there. They're all available. And it was on demonstrating your points of difference, demonstrating your points of difference. Anybody who's going to take it upon themselves to do this or to pass this along to somebody who should be doing this should also go back and listen to the podcast. We weren't doing video in those days um, the, on making a difference. If I'm not mistaken, it was part of a five part series that I recall yeah. that we did back then, uh, how to introduce yourself. I mean, how to break the ice, how to demonstrate your point of difference. That would be very, very valuable. So uh, that's my final thought for the day. It's easy to find in that list of podcasts in the, in your favorite podcast listening app. So that is fantastic. Thank you so much, Jason. And with that, I'll tell you, Jason Jennings is the best, as uh, the USA Today, uh, is the best-selling author, I should say, who <laughs> USA Today calls one of the three most in-demand business speakers in the world. Learn how to book Jason for your next event at jason-jennings.com. We'd love to hear from you there at the website. This is the podcast dedicated to leading highly principled people to their full potential. Make it a great week and go after the job of your dreams. You've been listening to The Game Changers, leadership lessons in speed, productivity, growth, innovation, and reinvention with business thought leader, best-selling author, and keynote speaker, Jason Jennings. Read Jason's most recent New York Times bestseller, The Reinventors, and visit his website at jason-jennings.com.